Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today, the title today is Quiet. Um... But I'm gonna I'm gonna get to quiet shortly. I'm gonna start first of all with with I think one of the basic fundamental desires of us as humans, and that's to feel nice. It, it it's been a driver of ours forever, hasn't it? it? From you know right from when we think about early man, you know their desire to find shelter and food was was coming from the fact that it felt nice to have those things. Our bodies have been, our whole systems have been created to look for a nice feeling. Because with a nice feeling generally comes safety. And in the physical realm, that is perfect because it's right, you know, from the feeling of having a full stomach, that means you're not going to die of starvation. From the feeling of having warmth and dry, it means you're not going to freeze to death. And, and it's worked for us right right from when we were little, you know, for us even, you know, knowing the opposite, really, that the feeling of a, a hot flame on your hand is, is not safe and therefore to withdraw from that. So, so we've always, we've always as human beings been seeking to feel good. Always. And I think that's really where the body of study we now call psychology came from. It came from looking at why do humans feel the way they feel and how can we help them to feel better? Mostly, initially, by studying the people who are not doing very well and helping them to feel okay. Um, And then, you know, positive psychologists studying the people who were doing well and trying to replicate that by unpicking what those people were doing. But I think actually what what most of us tend to focus on is the feeling we don't want to have. What do we not want to feel right now? It may be a feeling of anxiety or stress or overwhelm. It may be a feeling of anger It may be that we find we're getting angry often and that feels bad for us and tends to mean that we do things that are not particularly healthy for the people around us out in the world too. So that's where we generally start. We start by saying, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I want this this feeling to go away. Now from that place, we go into the world, don't we? I feel anxious or stressed or overwhelmed or angry or whatever it is. And I'm going out in the world now to try and find a means to get rid of that feeling, to make it go away. And so we, well, I did anyway, (laughs) not sure what you've done, but we then try lots of different things to make ourselves feel better. Whether that is 
things that are physically not so good for us, like drinking and eating and drugs and all sorts of other things that are not healthy for us, but are, are ways of, it seems, ways of managing our feelings. Or or it's yoga and meditation and, um, you know, affirmations and, and all sorts of other practices, tapping, the, the list is endless. We're all wonderful things that are filled with joy and wonder and, and are nice to do. But exhausting when we think that's what we've got to do to manage our feelings. And if you ask somebody, how do you want to feel? The answers are generally pretty much the same. People want to feel happy, calm maybe. They would like to feel a little bit more clarity. A lot of people are looking for confidence and resilience. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that when you see it, it transforms everything. It transforms how you are. It transforms how you see other people. It's seeing that all those things we want are there already. And the reason we can't experience them on a more regular basis is because of the noise in our heads. And the thing is, if you're feeling stressed out or anxious or overwhelmed, angry or whatever it is, and you're seeking something outside of you, you're trying lots of things, you're reading lots of things, you're, you've got a head full of tools and techniques, you're doing complicated routines every day, you're adding more noise into your very noisy system. And actually, under the noise, <laughs> which is the name of a beautiful podcast by a couple of lovely people I know, under that noise is quiet. Well, when the noise isn't there, there is quiet, really. That's a better way of putting it. And it's in that quiet that you can connect to what's true. It's in that quiet that you can connect to your innate well-being. So whatever it think, you think it is that you're seeking outside of you, it's actually already there. And the more you look outside, the more you're going to miss it. Really, the thing to look towards is quiet. And your guidance comes from your feelings. Because fundamentally what we're doing is we're feeling an uncomfortable feeling. We don't know that that's coming from our state of mind. And then we mess with the already messy state of mind and we add more and more noise into it. Actually, your lovely, wonderful self-writing system that is continually trying to take you back to that quiet so you can connect your innate wisdom and your innate well-being and all of that that's inside of you is being stopped from doing that because of how noisy our heads have become. Now, admittedly, the outside world is noisier than it ever used to be. But actually, it's not that. It's not that causing the problem. It's that we're looking in the wrong place for our well-being. 
it, it's literally literally what I'm encouraging you to do is an, a literally an about face. You're looking over here, looking and looking and looking in the outside world, trying to find, get your resilience back, trying to get your confidence back because you think it's gone. And I'm inviting you to look at 180 degrees in the opposite direction. 180 degrees, just a complete turnaround. The more we look in that direction of doing more things, the noisier and noisier our head becomes. For me, that meant that I had this busy morning routine anyway, and then I just added more and more and more stuff to it, or kept changing bits or meditate for longer, because it didn't quite seem to be holding me in, in that place that I wanted to be in, in that place of calm or happiness, peace, I don't know what particular. But in quiet, it's there. And you've probably noticed that, you know, there are times when you, I'm sure, naturally fall into a place of quiet. And you'll feel, you'll feel it. It feels like a relief, actually, I think. Because it is, it's there all the time. It's there all the time. But when we are getting noisier and noisier, busier and busier in our heads, we miss it. We miss it all the time. I miss it on a regular basis. And I'm sure you do too. It doesn't have to be this way. When you start to see this innate amazingness you have, it makes less and less sense to go out doing things in the outside world and more and more sense to just be and, and wait for it to settle because it just does, it just does, all by itself. You don't have to do anything, I promise you don't. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.